And a good Thursday morning to you, friends. We are here at 95.3 DNH. It is Thursday. It's inside the 8 o'clock hour. And that means it's time for Taste Test Thursday. I'm your host, Adam Owens. And every week we bring a different guest onto the show to talk about their whole life, what they're up to for work and for fun. And we also talk about what kind of food they like to eat. It's Taste Test, after all. My guest this morning, joining me via remote link, is Dave Edwards, the owner-operator of the Car Wash and the Dog Wash. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Adam. That's Good great. morning, listeners. Great to have you on the line, my friend. And uh, the, the car wash, the dog wash, has been a fixture in the area for years. And you've actually expanded kind of recently. I'm really excited to talk to you about all this stuff. Uh, Dave, it's great to have you on the show. Did, did you originally grow up around this neck of the woods? Uh, no, actually not. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in Los Angeles mm-hmm. uh, and then and then uh, relocated to uh to New York in uh, 92 and then uh, found our way up uh, here to Northeast PA in uh, 2008. Oh, wow. So you've, you've really been on quite a journey. So you, uh, Los Angeles, California, that's the starting point for Dave Edwards? That's that. That's it. Wow. Now, I mean, is it is it really that much of a, like a, a choked out city? Like, is there so much traffic that you just don't know what to do? Pretty much. I think, you know, anything that you see occasionally with people backed up you know uh, it it yes their freeway system <laughs> their highway system is 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 congested at capacity huh um so yeah. but you know out that way i mean you're so close to the ocean the weather's you know a lot nicer a lot, a lot of the year what as a kid what did, what kind of trouble did you get into what were you up to you know i grew up just north of los angeles up in the desert and uh so you know i was out catching snakes and catching lizards and and you know i got my first uh saber saw jigsaw at, at 13 oh. so was always you know uh, starting to to learn how to you know craft some things so you're sort of a hands-on guy from an early age huh uh, yeah yeah i would say so i think it runs in the family um, and then uh, talk, tell me a little bit about the, the move from Los Angeles all the way out to the East Coast. You said that happened in when, when approximately? Uh, 1994. Okay. Um, so I, I, along with my wife, have a long uh, construction background where our, our, our prime career paths have been uh, construction management. Uh, and I was someone who... Uh, Grew, grew up in uh, in the industry of, of construction and carpentry and and actually had a client that uh, was building a home uh, on the Upper East Side up in Manhattan and they asked me to, to come out and, and do some work out there and ended up staying. Kind of stuck. So so yeah, yeah, when I say you're hands-on, I mean you really are a hands-on kind of guy. So how so you said you grew up around construction. Is this, was this a family business? Uh, not a family business, but uh, but the lineage uh, in my family. Grandfather was uh, was a carpenter, and uh, you know, so it was uh, just seemed like a natural natural path uh, to go into. You know, wood shop uh, during high school, mm-hmm. and then and then diving straight in, and uh, was fortunate enough. Uh, much of my career, you know, has been spent uh, in what may some may call more posh areas. I mean, my career. California was in Beverly Hills, and, mm. and my and my career in 
in Manhattan is is primarily uh, you know up uh, uh, the Upper East Side. So some some high end building projects for some uh, maybe some clients with potentially deep pockets. But there's, let me ask you this: there's you know there's there's always challenges no matter what you're working in, no matter what the scenario is. So as you start to maybe scale up into some bigger projects in places like Beverly Hills and stuff, you you still encounter you know the same kinds of snags that a lot of other folks will will encounter. Oh yeah, I, you know there, there's there's just you know, uh, everybody puts their pants on the same way. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, Good. you know, whether, whether, you know, uh, so, so no matter what your, what your class is yeah. in, in society, um, you know, we all wake up in the morning and, and, you know, I, I don't know, uh, you know, maybe rich folks have, uh, you know, more troubles trying to figure out what to do with their money than average people like sure. you and me and the listening audience that, that are just trying to make it through the day and make it through the week. But I like you know? what you say. Every, everybody puts their pants on the same way. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, so you wind up in, in New York's in sort of metro New York area with your wife working con- construction management now. This is the name of the game for you at this point, right? That's that's correct. So, um, you know, you're, you're, you're overseeing projects, uh, but you've still got your hand. Do you still have your hands in it, or are you just kind of, you know, watching from behind a desk? I've, I've become, uh, you know, a, a desk man. Yep. And, and my wife the same way. Yes. Do we get out to sites and see what's going on? We do, but uh, but we've 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 both elevated from from the field uh, uh, to to working in in the construction administration yep. uh, so side of the business. There's there's a whole there's a whole side of the coin that needs to be worked on to to make sure that the jobs can get done on time and you know within all the restrictions that might that you know a particular county or township or city might place on you know the construction but so 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 you're you're in New York City uh, you've kind of come from one big city to another big city and now all of a sudden here you are in Northeast PA so how did that happen uh, you know, a little bit unusual, but when my folks, uh, um, decided to, uh, retire, um, they had, uh, lived for quite a long time up in the Buffalo area. Um, you know, they, they found their way to, to the Lake Ariel area here and, and, you know, lo and behold, you know, uh, mom and dad were looking to, to, to build a house down here for their retirement mm. and, uh, when the house was being built, uh, I started noticing, you know, it was like, there's only two bedrooms here. How are we going to have Christmas? So, uh, <laughs> my wife and I ended up, uh, also purchasing a home in the same development, um, and, and spending our weekends, uh, up this way and, and thoroughly jo- enjoying it. You know, it, depending on what route you take, it's, you know, anywhere from 113 to, uh, 130 miles out of, out of Manhattan. Yeah. So it was, uh. You know, reasonable uh, uh, Friday night drive to come up and and enjoy uh, the country and just get away from the metropolitan life. You know, you, you, it seems to be a pretty popular story to tell, and, and and it seems to be you know you dip your toe in the water, you're up here on weekends, you discover the place, you kind of fall in love, and eventually you do that thing. They call you sort of you transition to full time, and you're you're up here now, and you're part of the community. And uh, my, by the way, my guest here on Taste Test Thursday this morning is Dave Edwards. Dave is the owner-operator of the Car Wash and the Dog Wash, which you'll find on Hamlin Highway and also with a new location relatively recently opened on Route 6 in Hawley. So, so Dave, you, you, know, you sort of find your way up here full-time, and at some point, how does the idea strike you to open up a car wash? What happened? You know, this was quite by accident. Uh, uh, 
six years ago, we noticed that the uh, that the the car wash uh, in in Hamlin, um, you know, was falling on disrepair, mm. and uh, we had uh, an opportunity to to purchase it. Uh, you know, it's a couple of miles away from our home, and it just uh, you know, my wife and I, and she's got a stronger uh, retail construction background and a retail background, but both of us kind of, you know, hands-on experience with, with construction. And uh, well, we looked at it and said, you know, this, this, this is a shame. It, it, it can be such a staple in this community. And so, you know, we dove in, you know, and took took this 25-year-old facility that was in Reston Ruins and it was kind of a project for us, you know, to to rebuild it and then and then focusing on, you know, some of the retail values that, that my wife works with day in and day out. You know, how can we develop a great guest experience for, for the folks needing, you know, car washing service up here? And, and that's really how it started back in the beginning of 2015. You know, that attention to the, the guest experience, I feel like, is, is really often overlooked at a lot of car washes. They just kind of figure like, all right, we'll slap the machine in, we'll put a machine up to take the money, and boom, we're done. But you've gone way above and beyond that, Dave. And it's, 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 it's cool to hear, too, that it's a little bit of a family project with you and your wife. So uh, we're going to take a little break right here. Uh, me and Dave will come back. I want to talk all about this process of kind of renovating and reinventing the car wash on the Hamlin Highway, also opening a new location. And then i got to ask you more about this dog wash uh, facet of it because I think that is just the coolest thing. So my guest Dave Edwards and I will be back here on uh, 95.3 DNH as Taste Test Thursday continues in just a minute. And we're back. Taste Test Thursday continues here on 95.3 DNH. I'm your host, Adam Owens, and my guest this morning on the show is Dave Edwards. Dave is uh, owner-operator of the Car Wash and the Dog Wash, which you'll find on the Hamlin Highway and also a new location on Route 6 in Hawley, PA. Good morning, Dave. Morning, Adam. Good morning, listeners. Uh, we had talked a little bit about sort of how you found your way up to this neck of the woods. You started in Beverly Hills, and you wound up in Northeast PA uh, by way of sort of Metro New York. And you and your wife uh, both worked closely in the construction industry for a long time, and you were sort of saying that uh, the, the car wash on the Hamlin Highway had gone up for sale, and you you both felt like, hey, we can, we can make a pretty good go of this, uh, bringing to bear some of the skills that we've learned in the construction trades and dealing with customers and customer service. So, you know, what kind of stat, state was it in when you when you first started the project? And can you kind of walk us through some of the things you did to bring it up to the, the great state that it's in now? So the car wash uh, on Hamlin Highway, when we first discovered it, was in, in disrepair. Uh, and oftentimes we refer to it in rust and ruins. And, and it just, it, it needed a lot of TLC to get it going. So... You know, we we dove in. Uh, you know, we worked with uh, our our car wash uh, equipment distributor um, uh, to to find out the ins and outs of, of not only refurbishing it with all new equipment and installing a touchless automatic, but um, you know some of the other ins and outs. We were very new to the to the car wash industry, um, so it was a growing process. Right. There's a lot to learn, There's especially, yeah, you've spent your whole life uh, working in construction, so that's a language you speak very fluently. Now, all of a sudden, you're dealing with you know, soaps and chemicals and laser technologies, and I don't even know what else. But it sounds like you did have you know, some folks helping you out, this, uh, the, the, the distributor of the equipment that you would go on to eventually purchase, can kind of help point you in the right direction, right? Oh, yeah. 
I mean, you know, he shows up and he's like, you're two miles out of town. And, you know, five years ago, he goes, you better cross your fingers. And, and today, you know, we, we receive uh, a lot of good recognition for, for, for what we've done with what they call a, a rural self-serve car wash facility. So you're really kind of out away from maybe the major flows of traffic. So when that guy first came around, he was like, good luck, buddy. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, we, we get a lot of good traffic, uh, you know, between Hamlin and Holly, uh, they're on route 590. And, and so, you know, um, it's trafficked, but you know, it, it's not on a, on a major street corner on main street. Right. Right. But uh, but the fact that you're you're rolling really well here is kind of I would say is probably a testament to uh, how well you've done a job sort of setting the car wash up. Now this is a, t- a touchless automatic, right? So there's no no brushes scraping dirt against your car or anything as the as the arm passes around. Is that right? That is that is correct. Uh, this is is what they call a touch free or a touchless automatic, which which trends on a lot of high pressure there's a lot of you know a big air compressor involved and mm. there's uh you know uh high high powered uh you know jets uh that are are delivering you know high pressure rinse water there's uh you know delivering the different soaps and the and, and waxes and and surface sealers uh so there's a complexity to it um but it but but we found um Especially here in the Northeast, Northeast PA, and and, and the, the New England re- region, is that there's a phobia out there, though not true. Mm. Is some of the machines that 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 are called you know soft touch and and use brushes, whether it's an automatic or whether it's a full service wash, that people in the wintertime are like, am I getting the other person's salt? You know, oh. the car in front of me, and and the answer is no. Uh, the technology of, of those brushes, you know, as they get wet, they spin off the debris. But, you know, for for a number of reasons, uh, a, a touch-free uh, seemed to be something good for the consumer uh, in this market. Um, you know, it, it lessens the risk. You mentioned maybe touching and scratching, mm-hmm. but it, but, you know, that that's a minimal effect in this business. Um, and, uh, it's also less claustrophobic, um, you know. So you, you, you know, you, you're just not encapsulated, uh, <laughs> and and you get and and you really get the feel of of all of the products and the rinses that are being driven onto your vehicle, and 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 cleaning it, blowing off the debris, you know, and and those types of things. So if there's a com- there's a comfort to it to the customer. Uh, over some of the other types of machines that do really good jobs too. Now you know there's there's something that I've noticed at uh, uh, at the locations that I've been to uh, on the Hamlin Highway and on the Route Six uh, in Holly location. The, you know you go and you you have your options of which level of wash you you, you want to do and you can kind of you know good better best or whatever you want to call it. But I'm noticing that all of them include an undercarriage spray at your locations. Is is that is that accurate? Am I right about that? Yeah, yes, we offer under all four of our wash packages at the automatic um, the undercarriage rinse, uh, which is a high pressure spray that does the undercarriage of the car as well as wraps up around and gets what's known on a vehicle as the rocker panel. 
Uh, we have uh, special high, higher jets that are on a, they call it a tower, um, that spray down and also uh, uh, rinse off, uh, before you start the wash, they rinse off the running boards on, on trucks and Oof. SUVs. And that's where, that's so, so much dirt winds up there. Yeah, that's that that's always a challenging spot. So, you know, it, it, it's it's really taking care of uh, uh, of the lower section uh, before the wash starts. That's great, and I, you know, to include that on all the packages, I think it was just a really good move. So, so uh, thank you from all of us, Dave. Um, I want to ask you this other question about you know this sort of the um, is it true? Now, I, I don't know. I you you might I might be totally wrong here. I might be off base, but is it true that there is a pumpkin latte option? At some of the washes, um, so in the uh, touchless automatic, yeah. uh, you know the customers that, that frequent us may notice that that on a, a couple of the higher dollar packages um, that there's a, a triple foam okay. uh, uh, soap that comes on uh, in the in the fourth cycle, and we have the ability to to adjust that and and deliver uh, a color of of soap of our choosing. Um, okay. And so, you know, uh, here in, in October and, and during uh, November, uh, the harvest season, yeah. uh, you know, we, we've created a, uh, an orangish color called pumpkin latte, <laughs> uh, that just kind of gets in the spirit. And, and, you know, the, 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 the fun part of this is I get notes, uh, I get messages through Facebook, uh, you know, uh, moms and dads, uh, have found that. Not, not only with adding this level of color and maybe being seasonally thematic, yeah. is the the kids uh, maybe in the car are are less apprehensive about <laughs> you know uh, the car wash and the machinery, and we have uh, a gobo light that that is driving an image. So we have pumpkins and ghosts at this time that are going across the windshield, oh you know, gosh. and so it's, you know, there, there's a little theme with it. And this also gives us the opportunity, you know, that, that during the, during the uh, holiday season, uh, you know, coming up in December, you know, we can run smiley faces of Santa Claus oh and, my gosh. And, and run some red and, and in, uh, you know, as Valentine's approaches in the January, February season, we run, red and run roses going across the windshield and then you know coming into to uh you know march we've we've come up with uh a uh, shamrock uh oh my shamrock shake. so we, we run that so yeah we, you know we have fun with it yeah uh, just just to make that you know three to four minute experience uh, of just kind of idling there while while the machinery is doing it uh, to be a little more festive. I love it. Dave, you know, so many folks uh, could could easily just, you know, fill up the soap and just kind of move along and do the next. You have gone above and beyond. I think this is so cool to add into the experience. Look, you have the option to do this, so, like, why not, right? And I think you, what, a, what a great idea. That's so fun. Um, okay, so, Dave, before we go much further, I, I just want to ask you if you can kind of explain the the different locations where folks can find the car wash, Okay. So the car wash on Hamlin Highway and Dog Wash 2 is located at 1126 Hamlin Highway, Route 590. Okay. Uh, we're two miles east of Hamlin Corners. Um, and then uh, the Holly location, car wash on Route 6, is right there 
on on Route Six uh, on the Palmyra Pipe side, yep. uh, next to Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, and um, it you know it has uh, the touchless automatic as well as two self serve bays. Oh, and the self serve bays are great. You can kind of DIY, but but that that touchless automatic is where you'll go in. You'll find the the, the pumpkin latte color foam, the you know the Valentine's theme in the in the in the in the Valentine's season and stuff. Um, and then you mentioned too uh, at the Route 590 Hamlin Highway location the dog wash too. Now, uh, Dave, we do have to take a little break here, but when we come back, I want to ask you all about the dog wash. This is now correct me if I'm wrong here, but this is like one of the self serve car washes where you know you spray the nozzle on your car, except it's scaled down and it's a little different because you're intending for people to wash dogs. You are absolutely. Correct in your thought process. <laughs> this is there. so cool. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk a lot more about that. And we're going to talk about food. I understand Dave has a pizza oven in his backyard. So we're going to talk pizza here on Taste Test Thursday. Hang around. And we're back. Taste Test Thursday continues here on 95.3 DNH. I'm Adam Owens, your host. And my guest this morning is Dave Edwards. Dave is the owner-operator of the Car Wash and the Dog Wash, too. You'll find them on Hamlin Highway and also on Route 6 in Hawley. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, listeners, again. Okay, so the Dog Wash, too. This I've got to ask you about. So it is essentially a self-serve car wash except it's for dogs and and not for dogs to wash cars with it's for people to wash their dogs off with this is probably a the best idea i've ever heard in my life i, I where did you figure this out so it's it's a, a a mild concept in the self-serve car wash business across the states you know you may find one at select car wash locations uh, there's also uh, some of the mainline uh, pet stores um, may offer this as as a retail venue uh, within their facility um, but the but the car wash industry has has really dialed this in for convenience and when we talk about convenience is what what is the customer and the dog experience so you know at our car wash and at many car washes that offer this service there's always parking right next to what we call the bay and it's actually you know a, a wide open room um, that that the customer and and bringing their dog in can pull right up next next to the to this area uh, go inside uh, you know, with with minimal risk uh, in a parking lot, and and bring their dog up into this stainless steel tub that's that's waist high. Uh, we have you know a lanyard there that can can secure the dog to it to its collar, and and the customer uh, just like the outside self service bay that you mentioned, you know, coin box as we call it in the industry, mm. is they can make their selections and. You know, so on our selection buttons, we have what's called puppy tear free. We have oatmeal shampoo. We have de skunk and oh. we have flea and tick. Oh. And and then we have a conditioner selection. And then and then there's the high rent selection, the low rent selection, um, and then we also have a vacuuming brush and high and low blow dryer. And it's just very convenient. You know, uh, ten minutes to start. Uh, this and and most reasonable sized dogs, meaning something up to about a size of a German Shepherd, mm-hmm. um, 
can 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 get bathed safely and conveniently, um, you know, in a, in a ten minute session. That's you know, and I'm just hearing you rattle off all the different products and choices, and like, okay, if I wanted to wash my dog at my house, like in the bathroom or something, it would be a mess, and I, I could get through it. You know, we would be okay, but I would not have anywhere near access to the different things that you're talking about: the flea and tick, the the oatmeal shampoo, just all the and the there's, there's a blow dryer too. Yes. Ugh, I mean, my dog would be you know eating high on the hog, so to speak, if I if I were to take. Uh, this lucky puppy to the to the dog wash and you know what a great idea too the parking spot just right next to it so you don't have to be trying to you know drag your dog through a lot where other cars are coming and going you, you've got this it really sounds like you got this figured out dave nice job we like it and 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 one of the things there's a couple of things and a couple of our local veterinarians really got into this i don't want to say that they wholly endorse it but they're very enthused about what we're doing yep um, they encourage some of their clients uh, with uh, pets um, to, you know, not be applying maybe the dermatology shampoos that the dog may need and bending over their tub at home and going through that. And they're encouraging uh, some of their clients to utilize our facility. Yeah. The other piece of this is all of these uh the shampoos and the conditioner are pre-mixed to veterinary and groomer grade standards. So there's really no possibility of over soaping your dog. Uh And so, you know, when you're at home and you're trying to fiddle with, with a bottle or, or, or maybe another facility that operates like that, you know, you, you want to be able to concentrate on, the safety and the experience of of your dog uh, receiving this bath, you know, in this design facility, um, you know, and and not to say that all dogs enjoy baths or right, some right. dogs don't, but we really come up with a way, uh, along with our manufacturer of equipment, to, that that we've got. Probably this one of the safest systems um, that that keep you focused on your dog. You're not distracted. Yeah. You're right there. This is uh, and you know what, Dave? I'm just I'm, you. You had sent me a couple of photos. I'm just looking through them now. The, you know, you know, yeah. Dogs generally do not love bath time, but this is like the best possible scenario that you could come up with for a dog. I really think that this is about as good as it gets for a doggy. You guys, you guys have done a really great job. Look at these dogs. Oh my gosh. Um, so I, I just I can't get over it. I think it's such a great great idea. And having having tried to wash several dogs over the course of my life in places where they definitely did not want to be washed, it just they yeah having a nice place like this to stretch out, really get the room to work, uh, and have your dog be comfortable is going to go a long long way. So Dave, I want to talk to you for a second here. We we have to talk about food. It's taste test Thursday, and you had sent me some photos of the car wash and of the dog wash, but you also sent me photos of what appears to be a backyard pizza oven. Do you really have a pizza oven in your backyard? I do, Adam. I, 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 <laughs> you know, uh, uh, when, I'm, when I'm not washing cars or tending to my, you know, construction career, um, I've, I've found uh, cooking uh, to be relaxing, uh, you know, for the family, uh, for a few neighbors that want to come over and, 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 you know, take a test at, at at what I can cook up, but, <laughs> but yes, along with with our our barbecue.
barbecue. Uh, you know, we have a, a nice little wood-burning uh, pizza oven. So I, I kind of, I've, I've gathered over the years that when you're cooking pizza, the name of the game is like rip-roaring hot. Like you want it to be hot in that oven. Is that right? Yeah, it, it, it you know, pizza ovens tend to run it at four to, to 500 degrees, uh, you know, at, 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 at a good cooking temperature and make sure that that stone's also uh, running at, at about the same temperature. So what about toppings? I mean, where, where do you fall on the spectrum of pizza toppings here? You know, it, it's, I, I like to do them all for, for what the palate of, of the family and friends are. And yep. so, you know, just, just last week, uh, my sister and her husband were, were down and, and she's like, Hey, you know, what can you do? And I said, well, you know what, let's do a deep dish. You know, let's, let's, let, let me give it a shot at, at, uh, at, at doing a Chicago a deep dish in the pan. And yeah. so, you know, I'm up at the, I'm up at the supermarket and I'm like, let's see, I need some sausage, I need ground meat. And all of a sudden I ended up, you know, making a meat lover's pizza that had <laughs> nine selections of meat on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, easy. you know, and it came with the defibrillator, um, <laughs> but it, but it was, but it was good. And then, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, sometimes I just get inspired by what we see on TV. Mm. And then one of the, you know, national chains has been advertising these pizzadillas. And I said, well, basically all it is is you're just folding half the pizza over on the top, kind of like a stromboli or a, oh. uh, you know. So, you know what? I gave it a shot. And I, you know, and I did three. And then and then we just kind of sliced them through. And it was, and, and we did a pesto pizza. And we did... We did a, a white pizza with, with broccoli and garlic, mm. and then I did a sausage, peppers, and onions, you know, and just, you know, cooked it on one side, flipped it over, and then and kind of cut it into slices, and, and everybody, you know, got to got to try a little piece there. So pizza dia, it's like, it's like right, the pizza quesadilla, it's, but you're right, like you say, it's like kind of a stromboli. It's just basically folding the pizza in half on itself, but whoa, this looks really good. Now, uh, I'm seeing this, uh, I'm actually looking at the picture of the pizza dia, as it looks like, and next to it you've got these chicken drumsticks. They look really good. What's the story with the chicken? So my, my wife and I, you know, try to uh, uh, eat a little healthier and no disparaging to the pizza wing industry, but most pizza wings are deep fried. Yes. We, we have found a nice way to cook up the chicken uh, on the grill, whether it's wings, whether it's drumsticks, and whatnot. Um, and, yes, I do influence it with a little bit of, of real butter yep. uh, ahead of time. But then we um, uh, we just toss them up in the different sauces uh, so afterwards. Like grilled, grilled, um, grilled wings instead of deep fried. Right. Nice. And, 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 you know, there, there's probably a little bit, uh, you know, better nutritional value there, but, but it's fun. Yeah, you know, and and that's that that's 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 what it's all about. You know, home home cooking uh, can be enjoyable. Uh, you know, it can be healthy uh, or healthier. Yep. Um, you know, and so, you know, that's it. When we when we're making up dinner here, you know, we're not thinking about entertaining, but we're thinking about just having fun, like the family should have. You know, when they're around around the dinner table you know dave hearing you say that really brings to mind like 
you, you've, you've really got the right attitude here. So you're talking about just, you know, food should be fun. But when I hear you talk about the different choices that you're able to put in at the, at the car wash for the touch-free, you know, with the different color soaps and the different lighting effects and things like that, you just, you want to make sure people are, are having a good time. And, and, you know, everyone's got to get their car clean, sure. But, boy, you might as well have a smile on your face while you're doing it. And uh, I, think, I think that's a really, really good attitude, Dave. And uh, unfortunately, we are just about out of time. But before we go, I want to ask you about something that happened at the car wash uh, just maybe a few weeks ago. Uh, you had teamed up with a local organization called the Zipper Junction Project to provide a, a funding mechanism for their holiday donation drive. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Surely. Um, the the Zipper Junction, um, as many may know, uh, uh, came into existence about four years ago when we lost representation of Toys for Tots with the Marines. And Jim and his crew over there have really stepped up to together of volunteers. And for the last three years, we've been able to do this, whether it's in the back of an open-top red Jeep and collect toys or last year with having two sites and only one jeep we we manufactured these ginormous red mailboxes to encouraging yes. people to be a santa and you know this year with with what's going on in, in our nation and and around the world uh, the nonprofits are really really having a, a struggle on not only how to collect funds but how to distribute something that could be meaningful to the underserved youth and children in our communities. And so working together with Jim, we were the first to raise our hand and say, you know, Jim, the best we can do is let's let's not walk around with a kettle and try and just shake down customers for, uh, for some cash. We're going to take the profits of what happened on Saturday, October 10th um, at both locations. We're just going to take 100% of the sales at both of our sites and donate it to you, you know. And you know your radio stations were really good at announcing this and being a steering mechanism to encourage people to go out get their car washed. And you know this is just part of what we feel is not only the consumers that have embraced our car washes and utilize us regularly, but we also need to be civically minded and involved with community things, you know, good or sometimes, you know, uh, not the most uh, inviting. But but we have to we have to take all into perspective here in Wayne and Pike County. Yeah, you know, we're a, a very very diverse community, and we have to remember that that we have a lot of people that live on the edge. We do, and they, they need help, and uh, when we can step up and help them, by golly, we should. And, and Dave, I just, you know, I don't know if you heard me clapping in the background there, but you just, you know, it, it, it warms my heart when I hear uh, stories like this and, and folks like you stepping up and, and really doing your part because, yeah, we are all part of this, this great community, and everything that we can do to help push it forward and move it in the right direction, we, we got to do. Um, you know, speaking of food, yeah. I just heard a commercial the other day from our friends at Caracholos, the uh, food fair uh, people. Yes. And and I stop in and see them uh, every Saturday uh, to grab a gyro. Nice. Uh, over there at the IGA location in Holly. Yep. And they heard our story, and I kind of have an inkling. I've heard that they're going to make a nice contribution 
to uh, some of the youth organizations and children's organizations here in Wayne and Pike County yeah. this holiday season. And I commend the people at Caracholos, uh not only for the good food that they're serving us here on on taste test uh, time, but but also uh, just for 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 that family organization yeah. um, following suit. And it's a great thing. You know, it, it, that's when you when you do something generous and you do it in a way that other people can see it. You inspire them to make the same kind of moves, and it just like it, you know, it, good vibes are infectious, and I'm all about that. So so Dave Edwards. I can't say enough. Thank you for everything you've been doing here. Oh, thank you, Adam. Thanks to, to the Boco Media family and staff for, for always getting behind our facilities. And I know I come to you guys with some zany ideas once in a while. <laughs> we but, love it. But, but, you guys, but you guys love to, to help us out and, and, and all the businesses in, in you know, these communities here in, in Wayne and Pike County. And, and to your listening audience, it, it's great what you guys are doing. Well, my guest this morning for Taste Test Thursday has been Dave Edwards. Dave is the uh, owner-operator of the car wash, the dog wash, too. You'll find locations on Hamlin Highway and on Route 6 in Hawley. Uh, and, Dave, is there a Facebook page? Um, sure. Uh, car wash, Hamlin Highway, uh, or car wash, Route 6. Uh, just plug that in in your search uh, location on, on Facebook. Excellent. And you can find out uh, a lot more about what we're doing and, and what the reaction is to to our uh, business. Well, Dave, again, thank you so much for joining uh, us on the air here this morning. We've recorded the whole conversation. It's available as a podcast. If uh, anybody would like to listen again or send it to somebody else, just go to radiobold.com slash taste test Thursday to listen to today's interview with Dave. Dave, again, thanks for joining me this morning. Thank you, Adam, and uh, have a nice day to you and all your listeners. All right, my friends, till the next time we talk, stay safe and be good to each other.